0: And when I first came to RCC, it just felt like that relief moment. And you're like, "Yep, this is it. And since then I've been able to bring friends and family into the RCC home. And I think it's just making my faith grow stronger just because there's that weekly refresh and it's relevant teaching. And it's just so applicable to what we're doing in life that um, I feel like it's not just a Sunday thing. It is every day of the week. Everybody is so real here. Mm. I think that that's been a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you walk into church and you just feel on edge like, oh, I'm going to be judged and I've made these mistakes in my life and it's just, like, I've never felt that here.
1: I came in and noticed right away that uh, I was accepted just for who I was and the way I was. Didn't have to try and fit in. I didn't have to change. I just uh, had to show up.
0: I really did not have a relationship with God before I came here and I didn't know I didn't. So I thought I knew how to practice being a good Christian, how to be a good follower of Jesus and it wasn't until I came here and how I really recognized that was watching everybody here, just the warmth and the love. One of the things that um, coming to RCC really made a difference for me with was um, learning to consult with God before necessarily doing something. So, you know, growing up, like, I would talk to God and, and I had, I feel like you have a relationship with God, but not in the same way where like, I didn't bring him with me. It was more like, hey, here's my day. And you know, that was it. And I started saying prayers to God about like, I I, I don't, I don't know what to do, right? And, and if it's up to me, I'm gonna mess it up. And also I'm not really good always at reading subtle cues. Like, I need you to make this super, super obvious. (laughs) Should we do this, should we not do this, should I do this, should I not do this? And I started doing that and finding that, like, it, it was really obvious. Like, God would be very clear. Like, do this, don't do that.
1: It's me, her, and God versus the problem. Right? Like that's a three on one. Like that's undefeated. Like you, you
0: there's no way you're not gonna solve that problem. And I think like just having that relationship and having it front and center of our marriage and yeah, I just think it it just you know, just changes you know, it changes a lot, it changes everything. When you know you're going to have a hard day or a hard conversation, that prayer just of like hey, I know I'm doing the right thing, just please help me. I went through some really, really, um, probably the worst, darkest time in my life. And when I came out of that, um, I was making baby steps, and I really needed to um, reconnect with God. I I know that He never left me, but I kind of turned away from Him because I felt really unworthy, that I needed to get my life together and then I could you know reconnect with him again which I know is insane because that's totally opposite of of what he really how he feels but um so I thought you know make it a whole fresh new start brand new life I think I need need to make a change change. I started started coming and um, it really was what I needed it was real talk you know stuff stuff you can understand but yet totally from the Bible um, Totally applicable to your to your daily life. Um, the music was incredible.
1: I really wanted to do something with Sam, which we love doing things together. So, music's always been something we enjoy a lot. So, being able to play music with him and serve at church, and when people say how it what it's meant to them, it's like God's using me, and and that's very surprising that that happens because you don't know you make a difference. The church challenges us. To grow spiritually and to use our gifts to move forward and to help others.
0: It's 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 not hard to serve here. It's really not. You know, living generously is serving others, right? And helping for them to feel what you feel. And when you when you do serve others, in, how, in whatever capacity, like it fills your heart and it really like makes you. At least me, it makes me whole. Sometimes we think that we have to have a lot of money or we have to have this great talent, but it's really, however you can do it, that's enough. And that's what, you know, if I could tell anybody, like, you don't need to be on this grand stage. Like, just be you and pay it forward and open your heart and God will show you the way to to be generous and and show your heart to others.
1: Keep keep the eye on the big picture. For, for money and time is is what what is God trying to do here and and God is calling you to be a part of that a part of that a part of the church a part of the ministry um, both financially and and volunteering your time um, so to keep that to be in prayer about it but to, to keep that in mind is is you're a part of that bigger picture of saving people.
0: I am super excited to. Um expand uh, the church family, and I'm really excited um, just to like hear more stories um, and how God is using, um, being used in their life. I think going all in as a church is gonna allow us to go all in as a family, and it's gonna be amazing to see our girls grow up with Jesus in a home, which is our church, um, that has the same morals and values that we do as a family. So that's what I'm most excited about, is our family growing with our church family.
1: What you said, that was really good. Don't just come to church, become the church. And that to me is what this church is about. It's a group of people who, in our own, each of us in our own way, try to live for Christ. And that is becoming
0: the church, and that's beautiful to me. There's so many amazing things that God is doing and through prayer and uh, just relying and trusting on Him that the limits are endless. It blows my mind that God is trusting us with that space and what He has planned, that it's not even gonna be able to, we're not even gonna be able to imagine what He has planned because it's gonna be so great. Just being all in for Jesus and all in for all of the things that he's going to be doing. It's excitement and curiosity and wonder and joy, all of the things.
1: (laughs) Good morning. Welcome to Ripa Community Church. My name is Sam. I'm one of the pastors here. Welcome to you guys. Welcome to you guys that are watching online. We're so happy to have you with us this morning. Uh, the people who did that video uh, just now, what's great about it is literally like they dropped everything at the drop of a hat just to jump in and, and be part of that. And it was super great for them to do that. Um, but it's just awesome to watch their answers. But it's a big deal. Like just drop everything and do that. Can we just give them a round of applause for, for being part of that? Um <clears throat> It's such a great cross-section of our church family. We have people that are just, uh, the whole gamut of people, I love gum here and, and, and enjoy this place and that's such a cool thing to have. Um, way to go, by the way. Uh, you, you managed to overcome time changes, snow, spring break maybe, all those things, and you are here. Way to go and show up here on this Sunday, this final Sunday of our All In series. Uh, it is just a good day to be here. If you're new here today, you're here on a really special day. You're here and you're experiencing the best of who we are as a church family. Our church family today is taking a step today to, to follow Jesus, to trust God, to, to prioritize His leadership, to surrender to Him, and to take a risk. That's a huge deal. And near the end of the service, there's going to be an opportunity to fill out a card that's in front of you, um, that will basically be an opportunity to commit to God um, and commit to this all-in piece. And we'll be getting into that in a little bit. Uh, some of you have already done that. Uh, what you need to know this morning is uh, there's over 50 families that have already made that commitment to be part of all-in. That's a huge deal. Yeah, you guys, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so if you did that, uh, don't be afraid to do it again. Um, like put duplicate on, or if you change it in any way, do that. Be a part of this moment, because in a little while you'll see it's a special moment between you and God. And also if you're watching online, you're going to have a chance to do that as well. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, but first, let's talk about this idea of a moment. A moment in time. As I think about that idea of a moment, there's this story that comes to my mind pretty often of Jesus, this this experience that the disciples had with Jesus. Jesus, uh, he's with a bunch of people all the time. He's kind of pouring himself out, doing things for people all day long. And so every now and then he would do this thing where he would, he would go off by himself. He would go up a mountain. He would do this thing where he would be with God separate. And, and I think to kind of give people this chance to experience that he, he one time goes up to the top of a mountain and brings a few of his disciples along. So he goes up on this mountain. He's bringing James and John and, and Peter along. And so they go up to pray. And then you can imagine, right, like Peter and James and John, they're hiking up the mountain and if it were me like I'm okay we're going like to Jesus a special spot right (laughs) like we're gonna go and we're gonna pray with him I'm like thinking got to make sure I've got the right words like what kind of a prayer am I gonna say in front of Jesus I don't know I mean he's probably fine like they probably didn't worry about that stuff but in my mind I'd be thinking about that kind of thing and so they're, they're climbing up the mountain get to the top of it and uh something happens Something wild happens. It says this in Matthew 17. It says, As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Can you imagine? I mean, just imagine for a moment being in that place on that mountaintop, and all of a sudden, like, his face starts glowing, and it's like his clothes start lighting up. You're like, where's the spotlight? Where is this coming from? Like, what's happening? What are we experiencing? And then there's other two guys, that you recognize as, as Moses and Elijah, suddenly show up. And Peter, who, if you followed or, or listened to uh, what Peter says, he has this uh, perpetual foot and mouth syndrome where he, like, says something he's not supposed to and, like, kind of ruins the moment a little bit. So, so he, like, says, right away, Lord, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And he's like, like, let's say something right now. I just have words blurting out of my mouth. And even before he can finish, God interrupts. And it says this, but even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. All this is happening. It's overwhelming. Their only reaction is to drop to the ground and hide their faces because it's overwhelming. And then just as quickly as this moment had started, it ends. It says, then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone and they saw only Jesus. Moments, moments in our life, in my experience, God has this way of working through moments. The truth is God is always present to us. We don't have to go searching for him. He's always there. He doesn't leave us and then come back. God is, is present to us. But occasionally, once in a while, we are made aware of God invading space and time in these unique ways. These are our particularly special moments that God uses to, to do something inside of us. Whenever they occur, it's rarely just because. It's rarely just like, oh, I thought I'd show up here and like say so here I am, right? Like it's not just that, like there's a reason for it. Most of the time it's a collision of God's purposes. It's about more than a feeling but more than some random experience. In those moments, God is affirming our obedience. In those moments, God is encouraging us, reminding us that he's always with us. In those moments, God is giving us a marker etched in our memory to remind us why. To remind us why. Why we're following him. For me, my why, I have never been more convinced of the power of God to change a life. Or like Paul says, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. There is a a relationship that God offers us, this, this fierce kind of love, a purpose bigger than any of us by ourselves, something bigger than us. We get to experience that. And it changes us. It dramatically shifts us. It makes us new. Sometimes in a, ti- a million tiny ways over years and years. And other times in dramatic, all-encompassing ways all at once. And it happens in, in both ways. But the fact remains that God changes us because of that relationship. And we then not only get to be changed by it, but we get to to share it with others. And, And it's wild because as it says, Paul says this, he says, the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction, but we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. It's powerful. It doesn't make sense until it makes sense. It doesn't make sense until life hits us so hard that we realize our need for him. What's at stake in all of this? What's at stake is our ability to share the wisdom and the life found in a life of following Jesus. What's at stake is people's lives people's eternities. This is, this is our opportunity to make room for God to have an even bigger impact in Ripon and, and in the surrounding communities beyond Ripon. So this morning, end of our all-end series, this morning I challenge you to experience God working through you. What if... You took this moment to experience God affirming your obedience. What if you took this moment to know that you're playing a part in, God, that in what God is going to do in Ripon and beyond through our church family? What if you took this moment to take a next step and use this opportunity to deepen your faith and draw closer to God? In Hebrews, it says this it says, "Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to His name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God." What if we took this moment to take that next step of obedience? What if we did that today? Question for you. How many of you uh, remember school dances? Anybody? How many of you have blocked those from your memory? at school dances, there are uh, like three different groups of people, right? Like one of the groups of people, they, they stand there with the uh, pockets in the hands, right? They're the, uh, the uh, sideline standers, right? You're watching. to watch, and how many, how many of you are those people? Like you sat, sit, sat on the sidelines and just watched the other people dance? Anybody's? You can raise your hands. It's okay. Yes? Okay. Uh, maybe you did that. Maybe you were the punch bowl sippers. You're sipping the punch. Maybe the pocket clutchers. You're sitting like this in the corner, right? Doing that the whole time. Uh, so there's that group of people, and then there's the people that are that are in the box, like Will Smith says in Hitch, right? Like stay in your box, right? Like don't leave it. Like this is your spot. This is where you live. This is where you live. Like don't none of this. Nope, nope. Right here. This is where you live. All right. That's it. And then and then there are the Elaine's from Seinfeld, right? How many of you have experienced those people, right? <laughs> Doing that whole crazy dance, all the fun things. I'm not sure what that is, but it's something. Any of those in the audience? <laughs> point. Everybody points. I always see people point. Like I'm that person. <laughs> it's so great. You should see them dance. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, Then there are those people who just let it all out, like fully embrace the moment, all those things. They don't hold anything back. Anybody remember the the movie uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Right? Like, he does the whole whole gamut, right? He he starts out with the pockets and then he just moves, right? Like, he starts. (laughs) here tonight, <laughs> Any Napoleon Dynamites? <laughs> awesome, that's great. So what's great about that? that is actually there's an instance of that in the Bible. There is this time when King David had a Napoleon Dynamite moment. Like an actual moment, uh, they are bringing the ark of the covenant, the ark of the Lord, God's presence that is placed in the special container. They are bringing God's presence into the, the, the city of David, and he is elated. He is beside himself, so excited. And, and this is what it says in the Bible: it says, "And David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment." Couple things: with all his might, like that's that takes some effort, right? There's some there's some buy in there for the dancing, and then the priestly garment. Reading between the lines, if you know the history, that means he was exposing himself in ways kings should not have as he danced, um, which he hears about from his wife later. Um, Not so happy. Uh, (laughs) But it's wild, right? He's just so excited. He is not holding anything back. He's saying, don't hold back. And and so I'm curious. For me, at least, I'm jealous, I'm jealous of the people that can dance like that. Like, out in the middle of a dance floor, just filling it up, doing the thing. For me, I do that in the kitchen. That's the only place I dance like that. You can ask my wife, and you will never see it. So there you go. <laughs> I'm not telling you to dance today. You can if you want. Keep your clothes on, right? Like, that's, don't, don't do the Dean David thing. If you want to dance, go for it. But I don't want you to hold back. Not today. Don't hold back today. There's this quote I've held on to since I started here 13 years ago. It's a quote from a professor of mine in college. Uh, he had said this quote in a speech years and years ago, and I quoted it in the very first sermon I gave here about 13 years ago at RCC. The quote says this, The way we best show our love to the whole world is to love with a particular passion some little part of it. I'm convinced that this quote is true on an even larger scale than it says there. I'm convinced that the best way to change the world is to love with a particular passion, some little part of it. And let's call that little part of it Rippin. Let's call that little part of it Ripon and each surrounding community in this region. And let's not hold back. Making a commitment to all in is an opportunity to take a next step in doing, the, doing that the very best we can. Doing this thing where we represent Jesus well the very best we can. Doing this it's going to enable our church family to provide an accessible space. It will enable us to become a more visible, hope-filled presence in our community. It will create space dedicated to investing that hope of Jesus into our youngest generation and our younger generation and seeing them grow up with that and how that changes things. It will enable our church to make room for our church family to share the hope of Jesus with people we care deeply about and desperately want to have experience the hope of Jesus. It will enable our church family to represent Jesus well in new and important ways, and the stakes have never been higher. Never. We're talking about people's lives. That's what we're dealing with here. We're showing God to our community with this. like With our actions today, we are showing God to our community because that's how every last bit of this will be used to show God to our community. I'm convinced that this church becoming all it can become uh, is one of the single most powerful forces for God in this community that is possible. In this community, in this region and beyond, not because we're anything special. We're not. Sorry to break it to you. We're not but because we're positioning ourselves to be used by God, which is a fancy way of saying we're choosing to be obedient to God, and that's just it, it's a choice, because of that, God's gonna use us to do something incredible. He already is. So this is a choice. It requires making a choice. And this right now is going to be an opportunity for you to make that choice. So we're going to have this moment together as a church family. And, and we're going to take this moment to take this next step. And I want to encourage you to not hold back. My, my family, Meg and I, uh, we're, we're sacrificing significantly over our already significant giving. Uh, We sat around the table a couple nights ago and just talked through this with our boys. Just had like table talk conversation about why we're doing this. We're bought in together as a family more than we've ever been before. And it's going to be a tight two years for us. That's just the reality of it. But there's nothing like sacrifice to show you the things that matter most in your life. So we're going to fill out this card. And I forgot to bring one up. Can someone grab one for me? Thank you. So this card, and, and if you're online, this is also going to be a chance to, to be a part of this. There should be a link um, that's placed there that you can see that you can fill out this as well. But the card looks like this. Um, And this is just normal information, right? Name, email, phone, street address, just so we have your information up to date so we can communicate with you best and make sure we're on the same page with you with this. And then over here on the right side, there is a 24-month commitment. It's a total 24-month commitment above your regular giving. So don't include your regular giving in this. This is above that uh, on the top right Um, then the next line is the kickstart one time event this is an opportunity for us as a church family to get a a, a start on things, having some of those funds initially will help us do things in the building uh, coming up for renovation and purchase that will just help us out in a significant way to get things rolling right away that's why we're doing this if you've been wondering it's a good opportunity to do that on the front end of things, Um, just know that that's why, if you can't do that that's, that's fine but if you can that's a fantastic opportunity to help the church out in that way and then uh, the last thing is I, we plan to give blank amount on this. This is how you're going to give. So this helps us understand when different funding is going to come in, different finances is going to come over time. It just helps us prepare for those things. That's why that is there. Uh, and again, this is on, on the, the link for you if you're watching online as well. It'll be linked if you watch this after the fact as well. But after you fill this out, Um, If if you've already filled it out once, I want you to uh, also participate as well. If you've done this before, just write duplicate, or if it's changed in any way, write changed on the top of it, and you can bring that forward and and make that as well if you'd like to do that. I would love for you to have the opportunity to participate in this moment. But that's not it. There's one more aspect of this. Uh, When you come forward, this is how we'll do it. Uh, We'll come forward on the sides and then go out the middle aisle. But over here, after you place your commitment card in the basket, there are these cards here. It says, I'm going all in four. This is our why. If it's just about a building, we might as well stop now. This is about the individual people whose lives will be changed because that place offered us expanded opportunities to reach people with the hope of Jesus. It helps us represent Jesus well to these people. So there's somebody in your mind. There's people in in my mind that I I know need that hope. So, So write that name on this card. Take it with you, and then... Write that name, the first name, let's keep it like semi-private, right? Like does not blast it to everybody to see the whole name, but write the first name with white on these pieces of glass here. And we're gonna take these with us to the building. If you're watching online, uh, write the name in the comment section and then we'll add those to this as well afterwards. And we'll be taking this to the building to see on a regular basis so we remember why why we're doing this. If, if you're new here, this is an awesome opportunity for you to see our church family at our best, in action, sacrificing for the things that mattered, matter the most. You're not expected to participate, please know that, but you are welcome to participate in this amazing thing that God is doing here and through us, so you are free to join. If Sam, you want to come on up here, um, the start of this will be this. Um, I will be filling mine out, and with Meg, my wife, will be starting this off, and then we invite you guys to come and do it as well. Kathy Rowan um, is the one who put together the videos that we've kind of been watching using over the last number of of weeks, and uh, she pointed something out to me this week. Uh, She said that as she watched lots and lots and lots and lots of video, uh, there was one thing that came through over and over and over and over and over again. Two words that every single family used. They said the two words, home. With each of you, I'm grateful for what God is doing here, it's a big deal, and I uh, i don't know, it's, it's, it's humbling to, to see so many of you be so excited about how God is going to work in this community and beyond, this is the beginning, so thank you for being here this morning, thank you for tuning in this morning, thank you for being part of this finished there's, there's a couple more things that we're going to do. Um, don't have to wait to invite people to be part of this church family. Easter's coming. We have these invites. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I've been talking about it already. It's going to be something special. So be there for that. Invite some friends to that. It's at the high school. Um, but then we're going to sing two more songs. The first one is, is Evidence. It goes, I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. And I think that's one of the reasons why we get to be here and do this, why we believe it so much, because we see God's goodness. And the second song we're gonna sing is the song that every time we sing it, I can't hold it together, so I'll be in the back. (laughs) And that's Battle Belongs. It has the lyrics, when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Battle belongs to you. And that's how I want to finish. Let's pray and ask God that we would trust him and that we would give this battle, give this thing that we're a part of all over to him and that he would be the one that leads the way. Would you pray with me? Dear God, as we are obedient to you, We ask that you would do so much, that we would have the privilege of seeing you work and do the most incredible thing here in this community and beyond. Take our all in and magnify it battle belongs to you. There's nothing we can do without you, so we trust you. We give it to you. We are grateful that we get to be a part of what you are doing here in Ripon and beyond. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.